Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. This is episode 75 of the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, Minions. This is, uh, we, well, we're back. We had a week off. We had some things we had to take care of and things to do. We had to shake some hands, kiss some babies, and we are now back. Sorry about that. Um, and we've actually had two weeks of things to do now. So, Tim, why don't you kick, kick us off and let us know what you've been up to? Well, um, in the time we've been gone, we had New Year's. Woohoo! And for one of the first times um, in my career, I haven't had to work, which was weird. I'm used to working that night. Um, so I stayed home, played a lot of games with the kids. We played some exploding kittens, some nuts. Um, and our friend Mark was over and we helped him learn how to play both those games. He nice. actually liked exploding kittens a lot. We broke out the not safe for work deck for the kids and they thought that was hilarious. Not safe for work deck. It was like a boob wizard. All sorts, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Um... There's a bikini cat. Nice. Okay. It's got like seven seven sets of bikinis. <laughs> um, good stuff. Um, we had a fun time with that. And then at midnight, we uh, broke out the fireworks in my garage and lit them. And as I was telling you earlier, it was really hard to light them because it was so cold. So I'd hold the lighter on the fuse and it would just sit there and like not light for like three <laughs> seconds. Like, it's too cold. But we lit some fireworks. It was cool. It was awesome. Um, tonight, actually, um, we celebrated at a pancake party and... That was cool. We had pancakes for dinner with all sorts of toppings. And bacon. And bacon and eggs and some mimosas, some tasty treats. We'll talk more about why we had that pancake party later. Um, And then right now I'm preparing to pretty much kill myself um, this weekend at Disneyland. So we're taking new applications for a new co-host apparently. Uh, Yeah, I signed up for the Star Wars Half Marathon and I really haven't been training enough for it. So I'm kind of scared. Um, but I'm hoping to have a good time, hoping to finish the race, um, on both my feet, not crawling, so... Well, there's gonna be, like, Star Wars, like, people, like, throughout it, like, so, keep yeah, cheering I'll, you on, right? I'll pretty much hitch a, ri- hitch a ride on one of those big furry creatures with the horns, the Bonthas, I think they are. Chewbacca, let's go! Yep. <laughs> riding, riding Chewbacca to the finish line, whatever it takes. <laughs> but, um, other than that, just work and... Death Vader stuck his lightsaber up my ass and we're going! That's some motivation. That would hurt. Dang. What have you been up to? Uh, well, like you said, New Year's. Um, and along with the New Year's comes a lot of work. Um, so I've been working a massive amount of overtime recently. Um, basically putting in extra hour or so every night after work and then working extra days. Um, and then also bringing in the New Year, uh, we've been keeping our eye on for new furniture. So we went furniture shopping New Year's Day. And it was supposed to take three weeks to get to us, but last Sunday we ended up getting it delivered to us at 8 o'clock at night. 
But we got it. So we got a new couch and a new chair for the living room. And... You got shelves for your cotton products. I saw the picture. That's true. We got shelves for cotton products. So, uh... Bathroom 2K15 is officially complete. 2K16 might roll out. Who knows? Hopefully we're going to get a few years gaps. Because, you know, just like Assassin's Creed, it's only good if you give it a few years to build it. And you really want to play every other year. Exactly. You really only want to play every other year. So we're hoping to get a couple years out of it. Um, and then we also... Uh, my puppy, which is actually not a puppy. She's like seven years she? old. Seven? Like seven or something like that. Six or seven. We always call her a puppy, but uh, for some reason, she's actually became a puppy again, so I'm not really too... F- so what do you mean by that? Like, now she, like, brings me her toy. Like, before she was like, meh, like, walk up to me, like, lay down, just, like, relax, chill. Now she's like, I want to play all the time. Let's go, 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 go! So I'm hmm. not sure if somebody, like, is slipping my, like, dog, like, puppy crack or something during the day while I'm at work. She's got, like, hmm. a puppy crack dealer. Hmm. Maybe. I'm not sure. I think the dog next be- door is a bad influence. She's behind some weird dogs. I'm thinking so. Okay. So... But yeah, she's uh she's getting a little bit hyper again all of a sudden. I mean, not that she was ever calm, but she's definitely like when we got her when she was like six months old again. So it's kind of curious. Hmm. So that's weird. It is very weird. You gotta watch that. Yeah. But anyways, we uh we've got to play some games in the weeks. Tim, like he said, had a New Year's Eve off, so he got a couple games in. Yep. And since then we've also had another week. So what have you been playing? Been playing a lot of Fallout Four. Um I think last time we talked, I had gone through Diamond City. No. Okay, I've been to Diamond City. Okay. Um, met met Nick Valentine. Oh wait, no, no, you were in Diamond City, but you didn't go to a house. Yes, yet. I did. You did go to the house. Yes, now. I went to Kellogg's house. Okay. Um, and I did Kellogg's side quest. Did you go into like, a creepy dream? Yep. Okay. Did that. Um, and I went to the glowing sea. And how was your son's? Seeing him as like 10 years old, what the hell is that all about? So, I've gone to the Glowing Sea, but I stopped just in front of a trailer park looking little house, and there's all these glowing people like bowing to it, and it's creepy as fuck. <laughs> um, but that's when it was like 2 in the morning, and I had to stop. So, that's where I am right now. Um, the waste that the Glowing Sea was pretty trippy. I had to put on a radiation suit. Oh, you found one, huh? I did, um, which meant, or I think it's like a hazmat suit. But it has, like, no armor, so that really sucks. Everything kills you. I just pretty much ended up sneaking. Oh, and along the way, I did this little side quest and got this knife called Pikmin's Knife. What? Um, This knife does incredible damage. Um, It does bleeding damage. What? So I can kill a super mutant in about two or three hits. What? So I've changed my character completely from pistols and rifles. I've started boosting my sneaking um, because with this knife... If I do a sneak attack, it's 4.5 damage. 4.5 times. Yeah. So I could sometimes one ki- one hit kill him. Holy crap. I killed the um, Death Claw in three hits once. What? With the sneak attack. It's all about the sneak attack. If you can get the sneak in, huh. you're golden. Huh. So, um, yeah, I've gone from a shooting guns to being like this creepy little sneaking dude. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm still going to keep some guns around because there's some creatures you just don't want to get up and close and personal with. Like a Death Claw, maybe? Well, if I come from behind, I'm all right. Okay. So that's been pretty fun, seeing how you could play the day, the game differently. Yeah. I'm hoping I can boost my stats to make my... Like, I'm already really strong with this attack now, this knife. Like, I'm just... I'm playing Fallout 4, like, party hard. I'm, I'm running around and like, stab, stabbing... Stabbing people? I literally one time went in a room with, with six um, super mutants and had them all killed in about five to seven seconds. 
I was just like, step, 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 step. As, like, Tim's playing, his, like, party hard music going in the background. Do, 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 Especially do, if you do, take, do, like, do. Jet, it's just insane. If you sneak, See, I'm not a drug I, user, buddy. I'm in, just not a drug user. You gotta party hard, bro. Nah, you gotta sneak into a room. <laughs> you gotta do, party hard, bro. Do some Jet, sneak <laughs> up behind people, and just start stabbing. Stab, stab, stab. So, These are lessons you learn from party hard. So, plug and play is endorsing use of Jet and stabbing, just so you guys are clear. Yes, kids. Okay. Do drugs. Yes, do drugs and stab people. So, um, I don't want to get into, I already gave you a few story spoilers, but um, I'm looking forward to opening that little trailer and seeing what's inside. I'm supposed to be meeting some cult leader kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of cults, I ran into a cult and I massacred all of them because they wanted me to give them all their stuff. Did you run into, run into that cult? Pillars of oh, the yeah. And I told like, him to F off. I killed the leader. Um, yeah, he took me back to his office. Yeah. He's like, this is... Um, this is, you need to give us all of your stuff. And I'm like, no, fuck you. Yeah. And then he pulled out his gun, and I pulled out my gun, and I just blew his head off. Yeah, me and too. Then, and then I blew off. I just systematically just slaughtered killed him. everybody. So, yeah, I'm telling you, this game wants you to party hard. It does. Yeah, it that's wants, true. I wonder what would happen if you would have given him everything. It's just a genocidal machine. Um, I don't know. I didn't want to give him all my stuff. I didn't want to give him all my stuff either. I was like, hey, if I would have been like one hour in, I'd been like, yeah, okay, whatever. What if that's like a secret faction we don't know about? Uh, I got to Google this crap now. But, yeah. Pillars of Community. Killed them all. That was a while back, though. Sweet. Uh, played another game, but I think we're going to talk about that a little later. So, yep. what have you been playing? Uh, so, I've been playing some Punch Club. Which Punch is Club. Punch Club, which is by the developers of Party Hard. Yes. So, that's Tiny an Tiny Build is announcing four new games this week, by the way. At, uh, I know, I saw Pax that. South. I saw that. So, that's exciting. Tiny yeah. Build. We like those developers. Me too. Or, yeah, we do. And uh, Publishers, sorry. And, um, yeah, so it's pretty crazy game. Have you got to play it yet? Nope. Okay. Should I play it on my alpha or on my surface? It looks like a typing game. It's not typing. But it is a keyboard game. Do you think it would run on my, on my surface? Yeah, it should. Party Hard does, so. Yeah, it should. I think I'll play it on my surface then. Yeah. It's pretty self-explanatory. Like, basically, you have to go around. You have to do jobs to get money, mm-hmm. to buy food. To boost your protein to work out, and then you have to buy, do jobs to get money to buy equipment or buy gym passes to work out. Trying to keep all these things in check, in check with your tiredness meter. Um, and we're actually going to be having a complete playthrough up on the Button Smashes YouTube channel. I've been recording every 15 minutes. Um, and then also, you can do like normal fights. And as you do fights, you get points to get better fighting abilities. And you can do, like, underground fights. You can do street fights. Um, so, yeah, it's a pretty cool little game. Kind of reminds me of Rocky. Okay. Um, they got, like, a pixel version and a non-pixel version. Of course, I've played the pixel, like, retro version. I didn't realize it was So it changes versions. the graphics just a hmm. little bit. It's just, like, a filter they toss on it. Okay. So I tossed the filter on there. It looks pretty cool. I've been playing some more Magic the Gathering with the wife. I got a new deck in, um, and we're playing that. And now I'm starting to go through, like, deck websites and try to build my own online. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing that. Cool. Yeah, pretty fun. But other than that, I haven't really been playing a whole lot. Um, I played, a, like, a half hour more to Witcher 3, and they got the Punch Club key, and I was like, oh, I'm going to play this. Nice. So, yeah, been playing a ton of that. Cool. So, uh... A couple weeks ago, we asked you a question. What is your 2015 game of the year? And we got some responses. Thank you. Um, Q says, FIFA 16. It's the game I've played the most, and though it's flawed, it is still the best virtual footy game on the market at the moment. Uh, Joel says, by far, it's... Um, I always get this wrong. Uh, the art game. 
Oh, uh, yeah, Ark Survival. Ark Survival, thank yep. you. Um, where you ride dinosaurs and shit. Yeah. Most amazing game I've played. It looks pretty cool. Um, I love Bradley's answer, Undertale, but only slightly over Axiom Verge. And I love that answer because I want to play both of those games. See, and I've heard both of them, never even wanted to play them, so. Well, I'll take care of that for you. Okay, cool. And then Robin says the one I can never pronounce, which is Tokaiden Kiwana. Kiwame? Kiwame! Sorry if I butchered that. I'm sure I did. Kiwame! That brings us to Tasty Treats time, even though we are already currently enjoying some mimosas we had with our That is very party. true. But before that, Tim, to your favorite part of the podcast, why should they like us and rate us on iTunes and Stitcher? And, and tune in. Yes. So, um... I guess I didn't mention that in things I've done, but I've got my wife in an Amazon um, Echo, which is a really cool Bluetooth speaker with uh, smart home functions built in. And one of the things you can do is, is ask your um, Echo to play podcasts. So very soon you'll be able to say, Alexa, play Plug and Play Podcast, and boom, our latest episode will start. Yeah, so, and actually it should be available now. We are live. I'll have to try that. That'll be cool. Ooh, we should try that out. We should, although... Well, yeah, our last episode would be really easy to listen to. It's only like four minutes. It's very true. Um, so, why should you like us and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and any other format you can find us on? Well, are you an American? Yes. Do you love pancakes? Yes, I just had some. Are you not an American? As hypothetical to you, the listener. Uh, Do you still love pancakes? Yes. Everyone loves pancakes. Duh. Unless you're not human. Unless you're part of... Yeah, never mind. I, I can tell you're not human if you don't like pancakes. Yeah, you're from an alien country. And you probably wouldn't planet. like us and rate us on iTunes because you're not human. So exactly. Can't you probably don't you. have fingers and thumbs. So if if we think you're like an imposter human, one of our first tests will be, did you like us and rate us on iTunes? And the second test will be, do you like pancakes? So that's why you should like us and rate us. Follow my logic. <laughs> I'm confused. Don't worry about it. Just like All us right. and rate us on iTunes. <laughs> Alright, we'll be right back Pancakes. after this music break. And we are back. Tasty treats in hand again? Yes. So, Tim, why don't you let us know what we're going to be sipping on for the rest of this episode? So, um... Don't cap me. I'm holding the cap gun in don't my Don't cap me. I am pointing the cap gun at I'm going to shut up now. Um, so, a while back, um, at our... Um, ep- blah, 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 blah. I can't talk right now. Um, we had an episode where we um, celebrated Lewitt uh, Brewing's uh, third anniversary, I believe. Yep. And they released a super limited edition um, Super Ninja, which is... Uh, version of their um, Shadow Ninja IPA, but this is a triple India Pale Ale, uh, brewed right here in Vancouver, Washington, with a super awesome label. Um, we posted it back then. It's got a ninja breaking bricks in front of Esther Short Park, and um, yeah, this is their, this is a super limited beer. I bought another one, unbeknownst to Zach, and I've been saving it for a special occasion. And since he's over here today for our pancake party, I'm going to break it open. Nice. So this massive triple A. Triple IPA has 11% alcohol by volume, and I can't remember how many IBUs it has, but it was a fair amount. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and crack that. Pour a couple glasses. There's like seven glasses around here. We're just going to fill them all up. It's play some beer pong. It's 22 ounces. You don't play beer pong with a beer this good. 
That's where you use Miller Lighter right uh, here. Not for the poor people, though. We're, for, we're part of the Plug and Play podcast. Yeah. Well, I don't. I'll drink a Rainier occasionally. I think I've only had like two of those in my life. Some people call it vitamin R. And there's my phone. Thanks, phone. <laughs> well, now, that, now that I've got ditched my Uma, my phone works again, as you can hear in the background. I'm hoping someone downstairs answers that really soon. Uh, hi, mother-in-law. That's the only person that calls me ever. Oh, really? Oh, sure. Take the big glass. Oh, you want He's, this glass? I'm just saying. That's, yeah, yeah. I was the one next to you. You're yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, cheers. Still yeah. as good as the last time we had it's it. It's actually better. Like butter. Oh, man, that's amazing stuff. So, now we've had our taste of treat. It is time to kick it. But today we have a very special kick it. Um, we are celebrating a successful Kickstarter um, back in December. Well, it launched in November. And I think it ended in December 2014. So a little bit over a year ago. And that is for... Two years ago. Almost two years ago. Well, well whatever, people. All right, guys. I'm terrible at Zach's bad at math. I'm bad. If it's December... 2000- 7 plus 12 is 92, right? So this uh, Kickstarter had uh, 3,687 backers, which backed, which pledged $104,491. And that was for that dragon cancer. Um, this was produced along with Ouya... Um, and some other um, investors, I believe. But it is an independence game. Um, it is described as a video game developer's love letter to a son, an adventure game to inspire us to love each other, and a voice for those fighting cancer. So, for those of you who don't know, that Dragon Cancer is the story of Joel, um, who at two years old was diagnosed with a very uh, aggressive form of cancer. Not two. Was he, just, he was just barely, he wasn't even one yet. Oh, you're right, 12 months. Sorry. He, he was 11 months. It was when he was two years old, I believe. It came back. It came back in a a really... You're right. Um, So at two, he was diagnosed that it was terminal. And um, as a way to cope with that, um, Ryan Green, his father, started developing a game about his helplessness to do anything for his son. And at the demo that Zach and I both played at PAX and that I'd played previously, um, you're in a hospital uh, room and... Joel is dehydrated, and no matter what you do, you can't get Joel to stop crying. Is that the one that you played? Mm-hmm. Is that the only scene that you played? For a demo. Really? What did you play? I didn't. I played the duck scene. Oh, interesting. I played the dehydration scene. Okay. And I played uh, played something else as well. Oh, that's right. I didn't actually play it this year. You didn't play it this year, but the year before was only the So as it was getting scene. nearer to be released, I guess there was more scenes. But the scene that they were showing everybody initially was the dehydration scene. Mm-hmm. where um, Very hard scene. That is one of the hardest scenes in the game. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's very powerful. Um, you can rock Joel. You can walk around the room with him. You mm-hmm. can try to feed him juice boxes. Nothing works. He just keeps crying. And not only... Do you feel the father's frustration? You, it's frustrating as a gamer because you're used to having your actions, you know, affect what's going on in the screen, and nothing you do works. And eventually, the game just kind of takes over, if you will. And when, if you, I don't know if you looked around, but you can see the clock mm-hmm. up on the wall, mm-hmm. and whenever you try something, time slows down, and then instantly speeds up, and the clock will go crazy after you try doing something, and then right. it'll slow back down again. 
so eventually the father basically gives up and starts crying and prays and at that point Joel falls asleep Mm -hmm. Um, there's many other powerful scenes in the game Um, don't want to go through all of them I will mention one other scene which I really like the way they set it up it's the scene in where the doctors let uh, Joel or not Joel Ryan and Amy know that Joel is terminal. Oh, yes. And it starts out with them waiting for the doctor to show up in the room, and Joel is playing with a a toy with a spinner, where you point the spinner at an animal and then pull the string, and the toy will say something like, Farmer Bill takes his pigs to the market. Yeah. Um, then when the doctors sit down, the toy changes, and instead of like a horse and a pig um, and all the other farmyard animals... There's a picture of the four people in the room. And it's a really interesting way to manage dialogue. You put it on the doctor. I guess it's another doctor, a female doctor. And then Amy and then Ryan. You get to hear what's going on inside their heads as the conversation plays out. And the warm, wet tongues and the cool fur of Das. And maybe the sweet was of daily affection. Um, do you know how they celebrate off treatment day? Like when kids are done with their treatments? I, I guess maybe you don't because you're not in the clinic as much as I am, but on someone's last day, they always bring them a cake and they sing happy off therapy day to you. I'm sorry, guys. It's not good. Basically, he thinks we should move forward with the radiation, and it it kind of freaks me out, but it could be another miracle. There's a story in the Bible where Jesus and his disciples are on a boat. A furious storm hits the sea, and everyone thinks they're going to die. And where do you think Jesus is? He's asleep in the back of the boat. communicating really complex emotions um very heavy subject matter but you have to believe me on this one the game handles um handles it with grace and and very gentle um it is an uplifting game believe it or not um the game is not going to leave you in a dark place it will take you through some hard subject matter to be sure but for anyone who's lost someone to cancer or knows Mm -hmm. someone who's battled cancer 
Uh, it's an amazing game. It's a very personal game. Um, and it released today, which which is uh, January 12th. 12th, thank you. Which would have been Joel's 7th birthday. So that's why we had pancakes today. We are celebrating Joel's um, life. And he loved pancakes. He would stuff his face full of pancakes. It was one of the things that brought him joy. Um, <laughs> in one of the scenes, they're talking about how he sticks the pancakes in the sides of his cheeks. Mm -hmm. Like a chipmunk. Yep. And uh, so that's pretty cool. So yeah, we had a pancake party for Joel downstairs with the family. It was a fun time. Kids didn't really know who Joel was or why we were celebrating his birthday, but they were totally They game. didn't care. Pancakes. Yep, pancakes. <laughs> we had little party favors. Um, had a good time. Um, pancakes for dinner. I mean, can't go wrong with that. No. So, so that's the game we both played. I have a review up on thebuttonsmashers.com. Tagged inside of Tim's review is a video of the very first scene that you guys encountered, the duck scene. Courtesy of Zach. Thank you. Yep. Um, so do check that out. Um, the game is available on Ouya, um, also on Steam. If anyone locally um, happens to be listening to this, you can borrow my Ouya and play the game. Um, I think this is a very important game. It's a very easy game to play. There's um, only directional controls and one action control. You can play the game in two hours. You don't have to be a gamer to play it. And I really hope lots of people get to play this game. Yeah. So yeah, that was our little unusual kick it segment. Yeah, exactly. It's probably one of the most. It is the most inspirational game I think I've ever played as a game. In the argument about our games art or our can games make you feel? This is a game that's made lots of people cry. Yeah, myself included. Myself included on the Pax Room floor. Uh, another review I read said I, I've always wondered what what game would make me cry, and this was the one. Yeah. And also, just before we get off this topic, uh, they also have a documentary, guys. If you're not a gamer, if you're refusing to play this, but you want to know about it, and you want to know about Joel, Amy, and Ryan, and their other two children, um, you can check out Thanks for Playing. Yes. Um, I think it's more than two children. Uh, well, I think now they have a daughter. I think it's two boys. Two boys throughout the whole entire thing. Let's two, just say the Green family. The Green family. Okay. So the Green family and their struggles and the other guys have helped out with making this game. Um, but anyways, I think it's called Thanks for Playing. Yep. It's a documentary on the making of That Dragon Cancer and Joel's Life. I believe the game has been playing on many um, like independent film circuits, but I believe the, the... I'm sorry, game. I meant movie. The movie, Thank You for Playing, will be released on Steam if you'd like to buy it there. I know people don't usually think of Steam for movies, but there are actually some movies on Steam. There are. So, anyways, unless you got something else to add to that, head over to Steam, check out That Dragon Cancer, and over to TheButtonSmashers.com to check out the review on it. Um, you ready to get on some news, Tim? Yep, let's talk some news. you want to run down these they all have a common theme yes they do so the theme for our news this week is achievements and um the first story is a gamer um playing a game for five years and finally beating it what makes this interesting is not not only what game it is it's a game that zach and i both love mm -hmm. the ocarina of time um what makes this story interesting is it's a blind gamer so, he um, had a special setup. He had to use emulation, but he um, his name is Terry Garrett. He rigged his chair with two speakers that split the game's audio to left and right. And using the sound from the speakers, he was able to actually navigate the 3D world. Um, so, by trial and error, basically, I'm guessing, he 
um, quick save, reloaded, quick save, reloaded. And Except for back then, man, there was no quick saves. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean... A reload took a couple seconds. After five years, though, like if he didn't have a quick save and reload, it probably would take him ten years. That's true. So I'm totally willing to give him that concession. Um, he finally beat it. There's video up of him beating Ganon. Um, so yeah. I just can't believe he freaking beat the Water Temple. That's pretty amazing. Like, yeah. Although I think like the. So for I all. I wonder of, what he beat Ganon with. Did he beat him with the fairy bottle? Did he beat him with the sword? The video's sword? right here. I don't want to pull it okay, up. Okay, that's fine. But um, yeah, January second, he beat. He beat Ganon and, awesome. and escaped Hyrule Castle of Zelda. So all of you out there who haven't finished Ocarina of Time, you no longer have no excuse. It's on 3DS. It's totally available. Get your asses over there and play some Ocarina a of Time. A blind man beat you to it. That's all I'm going to say. If you consider yourself a Zelda fan and you haven't beat this one, get the F out. Yep. Our next story is about um, Fallout 3. Uh-oh. So, I'm sure you're familiar with speedrunners. Um, they like to see how fast they can beat a game. Yeah, like by Tiny Build? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that is the name of a game, but a speedrunner is a type of gamer. Oh, okay. So, um, a speedrunner... the game. Speedrunner broke the 15-minute threshold for completing the main story of Fallout 3. So, um, he did it in 14, point, 14 minutes, 54 seconds. Um, his name is... Or his YouTube name is Raidu. Um, he did glitch the run. Um, the, the biggest. <laughs> wow, really? Again, with quick saving and reloading, but also the um, glitch that he did was getting crippled right after leaving the vault. Um, if you do that, it confuses the game to giving you a sixty percent boost in walking running speed, which doesn't sound like crippled to me, but whatever. We all know that with open world games, there's all sorts of weird glitches, and apparently that's one of them. Yeah, uh huh. So yeah, just think. At my time, fifteen minutes in Fallout three or four doesn't matter i'm lucky if i you know clear out one like building or whatever i'm gonna say um he beat the whole game well i have heard that like in fallout three the game actually ends like if you know where to go in the map to find your dad in fallout three i've never tried this but i've heard that the game instantly ends you don't have that to do is true. any, any of the fallout mission. games it doesn't actually prevent you from going further in the map just the enemies get harder but if you figure out a way to survive Actually, Fallout 4, that's incorrect. You have to play... Okay. Never mind, you haven't. You have to play part of the story okay. to be able to get to the end, I would assume. Okay. I don't know how you... That's a good, I wonder. You did, I don't know how you'd be able to get to the place you have to get to. Um, which you've heard of the Institute. Yep, oh yeah. I don't okay. know how you'd get to the Institute without doing story mode. Okay. So, But Fallout 3, I have heard that it's... He's like, in, I've never seen the ending of Fallout 3, but I've heard he's like in a building or he's in a town or something. The ending is, yeah. Okay. There, there was a bit of a kerfuffle about the ending. They actually patched the ending a little bit. Okay. Um, but yeah, 15 minutes, that's insane. That's, yeah, that's nuts. So our last achievement story is a, a little bit of a stretch, um, but it, it involves Xbox uh, 360 achievements. Okay. Or Xbox achievements. Um, we have pretty much confirmed... That um, hold on. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is going to be um coming out as a game. Yes. From, from one of my favorite developers who just developed the Transformers Devastation. Um, I'm talking of course of Platinum Games. Um, they're really good at fighting games. Okay. So they're awesome at doing like stringing combos and blocking and all sorts of stuff. So them making like it like old arcade style. 
No. Um, like Batman Combat, but better. Okay. I still need to play that. I have it. I just haven't played it yet. Which one? Transformers Devastation. You should. You should at least boot it up and check it out. Yeah. If you're into the old... You're into 80s cartoons. Yeah, I am. I know you're a Turtles fan, so you've yeah. got to be excited about it. They're good developers, what I'm getting at. I'm they, just hoping they, they have Megan Fox in this game. But anyway, um, this was leaked because um, there's a website called Xbox Achievements, and somehow they they have like some backdoor way to figure out what Xbox Achievements are being loaded up, and they, they found Xbox 360 Achievements for a game called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan. Huh. So, um, not official, but we pretty much know it's going to happen, and yay, Platinum's making a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. I can't wait for that. Turtle power! That'd be awesome. So, speaking of achievements, uh-huh. I've we got a question of the week for everybody. Do we? Yes, I do. Oh, well, I don't, but okay. So, so you get to use my question. Okay, I'll use your question. What is your proudest gaming moment? What is your achievement in gaming? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, maybe the Legend of Zelda, the Water Temple? Okay. Maybe. Until you say something, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's a better answer. Well, I kind of have a leg up on you. My proudest achievement in gaming is passing along my gaming love to Oh, my you're children. a dick. My two children, who love games. Um, yes, they do. Even though half the time it's Minecraft, which you hate. Even though your son went behind your back and bought Minecraft Story Mode on his tablet. He already had it. <laughs> anyway, listeners, we'd He's like so to... He's so excited about that, too. <laughs> hey, Zach, look at this, Zach, Zach, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Look at my dad behind my dad's back. You're welcome, Telltale. Have some more of my money. <laughs> um, let us know what your proudest gaming moment is on Facebook, Twitter, uh, on the website, bloodspatchers.com. Or on okay. iTunes and Stitcher in your comment that you're leaving. Sure. Just let us know. Yeah. Shout us out. So, guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show uh, at twitter at plug underscore and underscore play underscore hit up twitter and let them know that you need they need to change their name to at plug and play because the guy's just squatting on it like a dick and isn't doing anything with it but much but much and um, check us out at thebuttonsmashers.com where you can check out myself Tim and then a few other podcasts like the button smashers podcast and the gaming goddess podcast um and uh, soon to be released another uh, new podcast as yet unnamed revolving around anime it's coming up I'm not talking about that crap no I just did until Zach edits this out exactly I edit this part of it out guys uh, don't forget to check out Steam and check out thatdragoncancer.com and a shout out to Louis Brewing for making awesome beer exactly and shout out to Louis Brewing for making awesome beer so until next time guys don't forget to prime and shine.